Another edition of West of the Rockies on Frank. Thank you guys for sticking around. I know it's late. I know it's unusually late. It's a bit of a late start, but we're just um, giving our guest Kai uh, a chance to, to get here. Uh, I'm really excited about this. Uh, it's going to be uh, quite an interesting show. Genevieve, how are you doing over there? I'm doing all right all the way over here, all as the way usual. Over there. Um, I'm also really excited. I think some of the listeners might have seen the documentary Yeah, before. I think they probably caught a few minutes while we, uh, we waited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I think we have a guest I coming up. I think they're coming right up the stairs, so I'm going to throw it to a song so we can all get settled in, uh-huh. and then we're going to get started. Uh, like I said, don't go away. West of the Rockies on the Independent FM. We got Kai Blackwood from the documentary I Sold My Soul to Satan here tonight. I'm really excited about this. Really looking forward to it. Here we go. Here we go, West of the Rockies on FM. We got our special guest in the house, Jimmy. I, you're a, I know you're excited about this one, right? Yeah, especially when he said we haven't heard half of it. I'm like, that awesome. for me was like the kicker. I was yeah. like, are you kidding me? Exactly. How crazier can it get? Even though it was pretty crazy. Even you just it, it like, it yeah, really it was, was. like. <laughs> All right, without further ado, like I said, uh, our guest tonight from the documentary, uh, I Sold My Soul to Satan, Mr. Kai Blackwood. Kai, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you for being with us tonight. Yeah. Like I said, super short notice, but hey, that's how the great moments are made, I right? I love it. I love it. Awesome. Kai, like I said, we watched this thing. We were all blown away by it. Uh, first, of all, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you um, come across this project? Um, actually, I was when I first moved to L.A. about six and a half years Oh, jeez, almost seven years ago now. I was go, you know, going through Craigslist ads, just on a whim, looking for whatever. I don't even mm-hmm. know what I was looking for. Jobs, I think. Right. <laughs> right? And it was like in, et cetera, and it said, the ad said, do you want to sell your soul on TV? I'm like, what? You know? Uh-huh. So total lark, total lark. I'm like, yeah, man. So, you know, I go down there for the audition. I was like the last person out of like 5,000 people. Wow. wow. I just showed up late. I like, like the last guy was leaving, some little dude with like spectacles and stuff. And I'm like, this is very strange. This is <laughs> weird, weird place. You know, I go all the way up to the top, like downtown, you know, mm-hmm. totally devoid of people. And um, yeah, man, they cast me. <laughs> wow, that is so it crazy. It was crazy. I did like a two-hour interview. Wow. Yeah. And there was, there was quite the mix of people at this audition from what uh, we saw in the yeah. documentary, yeah. right? It was a lot of different people. It came down to between me and this other woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah. their, their assessment was, uh, it's more rock and roll. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is, which is very true. That, yeah. <laughs> it's very true. Now, this other lady, I mean, you know, you wouldn't think, right? Did I you mean, meet her? Well, I didn't meet her actually. Okay. I saw her. I saw her um, audition tape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then they actually. I think they do. They call her on the 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 movie right in the documentary. They actually call her and leave a message for her. 
I don't think that was included no, in really? No. At least not in the oh, cut that yeah. we saw. No, the cut Maybe it'd be good yeah. for you to like describe what sort of person she like what sort of personality she had. She actually seemed like a really super normal um yeah. not 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 a housewife type, but like um like a business type right? a little bit yeah a little yeah. bit like a yeah. business type woman you know maybe uh, with no direction no so mm-hmm. she was hoping this would she, what did she want to do she wanted to meet i don't even know who's the model um the supermodel there's a tv show and it's a former supermodel and she not not tyra banks it's some other woman no, she wanted to meet Heidi that Klum. woman Heidi Klum, maybe? no no no, no. Um, but she was already long, she was like hair. a stylist something this woman's right? like older now like mm. yeah whatever her name was that was like her dream oh jeez yeah. Yeah. wow i'm really gonna <laughs> sell it for dream. that <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, lucky for, for everybody that has gotten to watch the documentary, uh, you were chosen because I yeah. feel that you <laughs> definitely kind of uh, made the, the whole thing engaging because with a topic like that, I feel it would have been really easy to slip into almost like a comedic, like not taking it too seriously. But you were definitely driven and determined. And, and did you in your heart want to do this? Uh, actually, to be totally honest with you, I don't believe in that stuff, I mm-hmm. really don't. Um, I think it came across a bit, and y- yeah, the movie well. I was trying not to let it show too much, but I don't believe in that stuff. Mm-hmm. At the same time, being brought up as a Catholic from from a younger age, which I, I abandoned that a long time ago, you have that nagging thing in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. So my my whole mo for doing it was. Let's see. If something actually happens, then I will know that this stuff is real and I'll back out at the last minute or mm. something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but, you know. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, as a, as a musician myself living in this town, I could relate to a lot of what you said. And I think that was another part of the appeal of, of you being in this documentary, that a lot of the things that you talked about were just life. You know, a, a lot of us have gone through, through some of these things. Uh, how did you find that? Was that your main motivator to, to do this? Did you want to uh, almost uh, uh, redeem yourself of sorts? Um, I, to be honest, I don't, I don't think it was that deep. I, I have this, <laughs> I'm a weird person and I always have like a plan. And mm-hmm. my plan was that if I do this, regardless of what happens, and then I am successful, mm-hmm. people, it would be like a Robert Johnson type thing. And everyone will say, yeah. Yeah. so it's like notoriety. It's like instant notoriety for the rest of my life. People will be like, Oh my God, he sold his soul. So it like adds to, you already have, say you build mm-hmm. up and you become successful. But on top of that, mm-hmm. now you have this strange notoriety, you know, of, of mm-hmm. having, having done something that really, you know, no one has done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel that, um, like how much do you think was for the camera? Like, do you think like about 50, 50, like you mm-hmm. felt out? Some, you were in, some stuff was to be all right some stuff was for for the camera just because honestly nothing was happening like we're you know mm-hmm. we're doing it and i'm not really feeling anything mm-hmm. and nothing nothing crazy is happening and also just just straight up i was not happy with the um the direction that it, that it was taking it was they were making me like uh, it was like cla- like you know i could be funny i like to joke around <laughs> and stuff but at the same time it was really veering off into like the, Entertainment value stuff, you right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the original intention was to make <clears throat> it a TV show. Mm. We wanted to make a TV pilot of for this. The documentary came later because they, it was just, they, there's no way they could make that a TV pilot. Right. It's just yeah. too intense. Right. As yeah. the incredible amounts of hate mail really? that I've gotten, wow. and, and death threats. and Tell also, me a little bit about that. Like, why? Like, because you <laughs> wanted to do this? Super hardcore Christian people have written me some of the most horrible Oh wow! Unbelievably detrimental, right. like to my <laughs> mentality that oh, I can't geez. even look. Like on, I, I guess the the film, like I know the trailers on YouTube, and I think the film is now. 
mm -hmm. um, or, or whatever. But if I can't even read like the comments oh, because wow. they're off, they're horrendous, wow. horrendous. Wow. And these are people who don't even. You watch the thing. You say, I didn't even do it. Right. It exactly. I, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Ironic yeah. coming from Christians, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I wrote, I went on a huge diatribe on one, one drunken night, like reading comments. I'm like, <laughs> screw these guys, man. And I just, I'm writing all this stuff. But, you know, ultimately, yeah, it's, it's horrible. But also on the flip side, I have gotten so many, so many emails from people it, it kind of breaks my heart, and I'm talking all over the world. And my most recent was from like Ghana, some kid oh, from wow. Ghana, and his wow. dad is gone, and all this stuff. And I want to do this horrible things, and these people want uh, really big things, much bigger than just wanting to be a rock star. Which, mm -hmm. well, we'll get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. yeah. Much bigger than something like that, you know, the family and my life and this and that. So I'm writing all these people, and I'm always, I always try and write back to everybody. Do you still get them like all the time? Now, yes, all wow. the, this is recent. This was just like two days ago. I just wow. finished wow. writing to this guy. Yeah, this kid. He's like 15. You know, and it, and um, I tell them all the same thing. Like, you don't need to sell your soul to for success. Just work hard and whatever. You know, focus mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, I probably should have taken my own advice on that because <laughs> there's been some. I, I'm not gonna lie. Some odd things have happened since the completion of that documentary. Wow. So, question really quick. I know in the documentary you mentioned what you just said right now about. You were doing it because, you know, opportunities were missing in your life. You know, you wish you had done it. So it's safe to say you don't have to sell your soul as long as you're working hard towards something, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I don't believe in, in selling your soul. But, I mean, we, you could look at that as, like, an analogy just, like, to, you know, lose yourself or, or to not be truthful to yourself mm -hmm. or true yeah. to yourself yeah. mm -hmm. to, to achieve a goal. It's, it's the same thing to me. Mm -hmm. And basically that's kind of what I was doing in that because I don't believe in that stuff yeah. and I don't believe in um, something for nothing, which, right. yeah. you know, someone wrote a review of, of the film. <clears throat> and that, this is still, I'm one of those people, something gets in my head and it's like a bug and it never leaves. Only the bad stuff. The good stuff just goes in yeah. and out. You know what I mean? The bad <laughs> yeah. stuff I'll never stop thinking about. <laughs> Always. And this guy wrote in the, in the thing, this guy, you know, he wants something for nothing. He never even picks up, typically, he says, typically, he never even picks up a guitar throughout the entire film. Oh, geez. Now, this irked me to no end because I've spent my entire life, I've toured. Right. I've done everything my whole life. I've done a million things musically. Mm -hmm. They didn't show anything. Mm -hmm. And also, I moved to Los Angeles to make films. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's what I do yeah. like, now. You know, I, I, make, I still make music, but, but I came here to make films. And that's really why I went to... You know, to increase my exposure yeah. or whatever. Of course, but, you know. of course. And that's that's. I mean, that some pissed of the me off, man. I'm like, no, yeah. Didn't pick up a guitar. No, that's understandably. It's like all I do, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm sitting at home, yeah. like if I'm just. <laughs> they didn't show any of that. They were interested in showing that in the film. Mm -hmm. It was more like, how goofy can we be? How silly can we make this? And half the stuff didn't make it into the video. That yeah. Did they? Oh, did, I don't see again. I, I don't even know the cut that's actually out there now. Mm -hmm. Did they show where I went to the seminary school? No. And had to. They wait, wait, where you uh, talked to one of the uh, priests? No, when I was in a priest, but a demon fighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, they so they did show yeah, that. Yeah. But the part they didn't show was they made me go, and they're like, oh, this will be so funny. Mm -hmm. I had to actually go in to, to the registry and say mm -hmm. I wanted to register for the school or whatever it is, register for the school. Mm -hmm. And then I had to tell them why and tell them what I was doing, you know, mm -hmm. to incur some sort of, uh, you know, inflame them, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And bait them, basically. Mm -hmm. So on that same note, um, what did you feel like as regards going to the lawyer and, you know, because oh, yeah. like it seems like the guy was a bit like 
okay. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck sort of thing. It was, it was, that was more silliness in my, in my mind. Even when I went, I was mm-hmm. like, this is ridiculous, you know, mm-hmm. but you whatever. You went along with it, yeah. Yeah, I went along. Of course, yeah. I went along with it. I thought I'd have fun with it. But yeah, it, I mean, you want to talk about selling your soul to the devil, lawyers. Right. Story, okay? That guy, <laughs> might as well just sold it to him and been done. He now, was the devil. Now, uh, uh, one of the, 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 the main characters, if you will, in this documentary is Jamie, uh, mm-hmm. who seems that from the moment that you met her, she was kind of walking you through yeah. a lot of this. Why don't you tell me a little bit about her and, and some of the stuff that she said? Because, you know, it seems that um, from what... Uh, we saw in the documentary, she attempted to do something similar herself. She did. She never really told me much about that. But, um, I mean, you know, you mess around with the they own um, pan pipes. And yeah. They're very into all of that stuff. So, yeah, Jimmy's had some experiences with that and warned me, you know, off of what we were doing. But at the same time, you know, when you're into that stuff and you want to <laughs> see someone else do it, you're kind of like curious. Like, right. Oh, see of what course. happens. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and... It seemed like the ritual was quite um, extensive. I mean, it wasn't like an over- overnight thing. Uh, you said that you fasted for how many days? Uh, um, it was it was a week. I a fasted week. for a week. Oh, wow. I could eat. Fasting's not quite right, but yeah, I mean, you could only eat the bare bare minimum. Mm-hmm. It was like twice a day. I don't eat a lot anyway, but really, mm-hmm. like the bare bare minimum. Mm-hmm. No sex. No eating. I don't know if Wait, any what? of this stuff is even no. in the movie. You know what? I'm already <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, they never showed any of this. None stuff. of that. They just like, said like you they did ate. Say the 12 fast. and 12. <laughs> like, that's what I said. That's it? Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. They didn't no show sex, much. no sleep. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, no yeah, sex, no totally sleep, no food. And I had to write. I still, oh, actually, no, I threw all that stuff out. I'll tell you guys that you guys can ask me the hard questions too. We can get into the really deep dark okay. stuff. Okay. But I had to write um, the, 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 the oath that I said in right. the actual thing. I had to write that. I forget how many times, but it was ridiculous how many times I had to write really? that. And I, and I actually filmed that myself. They never put it in the movie. Really? I sat at home writing this, I mean, stacks and stacks of paper. It's, it's, it was intense. It was really? Very, very intense. Now, during this whole process, did you... Um, could I just quickly ask? Because obviously the documentary is just like an hour or whatever. How long did it last from, you know, beginning to end? Uh, shooting it? Yeah, like... Uh, it was actually a, a few months, and then they came back... And we went to the Salton Sea, and they did the interview. That's mm-hmm. in there, right? The the, the last interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Which actually w- we'll get to that soon as well, because that was quite uh, uh, profound uh, to see you in that state at the end of the documentary. But what I wanted to ask during the uh, uh, the prep time leading up to to the ceremony, did anything that you couldn't explain happen? <sighs> All right. No, except leading up to the ceremony, actually prior to being cast. And mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if I can articulate this properly for you guys to understand, but it has stuck with me still. I actually wrote it down. I should have brought it mm-hmm. like what I wrote down prior to being cast for this. Actually, I think it was prior to actually going to the to the the audition. I had a dream and I'm big into like dreams and stuff like that. But this mm-hmm. was bizarre. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that. I was in this room that I've never seen before, hmm. and there was a curtain floating across the room. Behind the curtain was a devil with red feet and hooves, and he was sweeping body parts wow. off wow. of the ground. That's pretty and he intense. was whistling. This happy, happy sound. Look, my, I can get a goosebumps. No, I got chills right now. <laughs> it was, it was a horrible it. dream. Oh, my God. 
It actually, the dream started with, I was opening a book and everyone that was in the book were people that I knew and people I didn't know and they were dressed as pigs mm-hmm. and I fell into the book and that's where I landed in the room. And that's then the, theatrical. But the curtain was floating, floating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was just whistling, just happy tunes, sweeping body parts wow. off of the ground. And I don't, wow. you know, I don't really have dreams like that. And then I went to the audition, not thinking about that. Right. Then when I got cast, then I went back and looked at, you know, the dream because mm-hmm. I'd actually written it down because it was so bizarre. Mm-hmm. And then, wow. uh, you know, I was a little nervous. But no, nothing, nothing happened while making it, mm-hmm. except for the one thing during, the, which I think I said on camera, like um, during the ritual, something very bizarre happened to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which we'll get to that because the other one, the other moment I wanted to ask you about was uh, you went and had a seance where you tried to contact the spirit of Robert mm-hmm. Johnson. Yes. Which, for the people that don't know, it's 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 somewhat of a, 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 a you know as, as musical folklore, if you will. You know, Robert Johnson, uh, uh, who allegedly sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads, died at the age of 27 mysteriously. Uh, people say, you know. The devil came in, reclaim his soul. You listen to his recordings, you know, Hell Hounds on My Trail, uh, The Crossroads, which has been covered by everybody and yep. their mother. Uh, in a way, it, it almost seems like he did achieve that fame uh, that he was looking for. Unfortunately, he wasn't alive to see any of it, correct? Yeah. Um, so, you know, with, uh, with those... Uh, sorry, I'm reading the chat room now. I just got distracted. Yeah, just- uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, where was I going with that? With uh, Robert Johnson. The Robert he, Johnson. He didn't get to see his fame. And mm-hmm. were you asking maybe like if it was like that was his punishment? Like he got famous, but he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, you hear these stories about musicians and actors and some, uh, you know, even Bob Dylan has made reference to selling his. What are your thoughts they, on all that? I think they all do. I think if you look into, if you look too deeply into anyone's lyrics, anyone's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used, to, I used to think about this stuff. Uh, I could think of a couple of Alice in Chains songs where I was mm. like, man, that yeah. sounds like he's actually writing about how, you know, they did something awful. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it got ACDC. Every song they have is, is that way. And a million other bands have the same types of things. But like Robert Johnson, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, you're a musician, and I don't yeah. know if anybody else here mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Or anything that, any, anything that you're good at, people will always try and find a way. This is just my opinion on it. But I think people will always try and find a way to diminish right. your hard work and what you did. Maybe, maybe Robert Johnson wasn't very good when he first started and people like... And he didn't like what he heard, so he went away. Because this is what they say, you know, he disappeared mm-hmm. and he came back mm-hmm. and he's good. Did anyone stop to say maybe the guy went and practiced? Yeah. Right. Maybe he said, you know what, I want to be damn good. Of course right. not. Of course so, not. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, it had to be like the devil because he's so good. It's, right. It's just it just makes a better story, I guess, you know. It does, but it's, it's, it's detrimental to his character. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that's what it's a character assassination. That's what people like to do. Mm-hmm. When someone's too good at something, bam, they want to tear you down. And mm-hmm. back then, especially with the superstitious ways yeah. and stuff, yeah. always yeah. sold his soul. And him, oh man, I go along with that too. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> right. that's right. Yeah. That's right, I did. Raise now, his uh, profile. Um, okay, question, so, question from the listeners. Okay, go for it. Um, basically, um, Tony in the chat room would like to know, like, um, what you thought of the producers of the documentary? Like, did they seem into it for real, or was it more like of a let's get some guy to just like play along and? You um, know? All right, Tony. Yeah, actually, they did think it was real. Um, all right. Well, there was two guys. They were, they were both like the the co-directors of it. One guy, his wife was actually angry with him for doing this. She thought oh, wow. she was mm-hmm. very religious, and she was like thought leading someone down a path. Mm-hmm. So he was like on the fence, but he also, I'm telling you, he was getting his giggles out of watching 
me uh, putting me in like awful situations. <laughs> and the other guy, I, I believe that he, I, I mean, I got to know him like a lot afterwards and, you know, we kind of had a falling out and whatnot. And I think, uh, yeah, man, I think they were, I was a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see what would happen. Right. They, yeah. they, they do believe it, and they wanted to see what would happen. And I know that one of the guys, because I, I, I befriended him, and like I said, we had a falling out and whatnot, but uh, he had said a few things over a couple of drunken times, like hanging out, eating and drinking, and he said, like, mm-hmm. he felt bad. Wow. He felt really? guilty for, yeah, for leading me down a, a strange path. Jeez. And my oh, life was, so I'm not going to lie, my life has been derailed. I was on a serious upward trajectory. All the things that they showed at the end of the film, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the, the movies and stuff, that stuff had like already been in play mm. before I signed on to do this. It was already in play. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Everything was already happening. I mean, yeah, I didn't think a cupcake till afterwards, but you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. My, my trajectory is already here. I'd already made my connections. I already had deals going on to make films. So it had nothing to do with that. But afterwards, mm-hmm. after all those things were done, I could not have plummeted any lower and I still don't know if it had any, you know, again, I don't believe in that stuff, but I do believe in bad energy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, right. it could have been that, which is why I threw everything away. Yeah, and they made it, it seem like after you did that, oh, he, he did the cupcake right. and the gray skies. That's what they made it seem like. Well, yeah. it, did, it did happen. I mean, it did happen that way. But, I mean, those weren't like new connections. These are yeah. like mm-hmm. people that yeah. I had already reached out to, things right. that had already been happening. Mm-hmm. Cupcake did happen afterwards. Yeah. That's true. But, I mean, I've always had an obsession with that. You yeah. know, selling your soul and all, mm-hmm. you know, heavy metal, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Of course. <laughs> yeah. you know? um, in the seance, uh, and that was my question, actually, you were trying to contact the spirit of Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, uh, you know, at first nothing was happening, but uh, apparently you were heard a growl or something coming. Uh, like a rustling. What was that? Yeah. There, that did happen, yeah. There, there was a strange rustling, and we didn't find out what it is. I mean, you know, it could be a... It could have been Skull. anything at that point, right? <laughs> they have a lot of those in Hollywood. Um, you know, we've been on a few uh, ghost and investigations, <laughs> and, and we know that, you know, you can kind of feel the energy. During the sounds, did you feel any shift in energy? Was there any point where that felt? Honestly, no. And I wish that we, again, I, I wish we had done it with someone that I felt was more, less kooky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because yeah. I've done, I've had ex- Ouija board experiences right. that were terrible horrifying that's still like i'm afraid of that stuff and it mm-hmm. wasn't that like it was this mm-hmm. weird carnival atmosphere mm-hmm. you know and i'm like mm-hmm. what am i doing it's it's, <laughs> it's goofy and silly and i don't know do they show this seance and, yeah they showed yeah. i think uh and then doing the, Woo, all that weird yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and then was there it's almost sounded like they had like this uh tape player like, <laughs> yeah that like yeah, yeah. soundtrack yeah. going <laughs> it was to me it was like silly i mean i've sat down when you you know the real thing and, and you can feel that energy mm-hmm. in the air mm-hmm. can you tell me a little bit because i mean that's one of the things that we talk about here on the show the ouija board and whatnot can you tell me about your experience with that i mean do you do you did, has, did it make you believe that it's real <clears throat> it made me believe that there's something but again i think that this is the energy that we're dealing with i don't mm-hmm. know about mm-hmm. demons i don't know about afterlife so i, I i've you know, I'm of the mind that we kind of die and that's it. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I wish I want it to be otherwise. You know? Right, yeah. right. But I did have a terrifying experience. A friend of mine was killed when I was 14. He was killed mm-hmm. in a car accident. Wow. And so, you know, again, me and my friends that missed him and stuff. So we make our own Ouija board, which I guess is really bad to do. You know, oh, really? Make your own because it's more energy. You're actually putting your own energy mm-hmm. into right, it. It's right. not some Procter & Gamble or Park, whatever the hell the thing is. Parker <laughs> Brothers, whatever. Right. right? <laughs> So it's like you've got your own thing and you make it yourself and you're using something personal. Mm-hmm. And it, that was horrifying, horrifying experience. Mm-hmm. It said it was him. You know, we asked if it says it's him, say, where are you? It sounds so cheesy now. 
but at the time it was horrifying. It said mm -hmm. in hell. And I oh, swear wow. to you, the entire look again, I'm getting the oh, my God. The entire room got ice cold. Wow. Ice wow. cold. Yeah. I mean, like you could see your breath ice cold. Wow. Yeah, it was it was horrifying. We've never <laughs> No, no, we've never gone that far. Yeah. <laughs> Crumbled it up, threw it away. Oh geez. And and had for it to actually spell out something like mm -hmm. very very slowly and clearly and yeah, it was and and, and because these are my friends mm -hmm. that I was with, they would not no one would have said, knowing he just died, knowing yeah. I was right, saying, right, yeah, that, yeah. That would be a cruel joke of, yeah, 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 it would have been horrible. It was scary. So Jeez. I don't know what that was. Uh, in the documentary, we see that you know you you hit the books pretty hard. You know you yes. Uh, through, through I still have the, a lot of those books. What can you tell me about those books? What what did you learn from um, those books? I uh, I learned some. Actually, I learned something that's not that's not in the film, and it, it's it's repeated over and over and over again. Um, language is magic. Mm. Language is where, where the magic comes from, and, and it has some. I really, again, I don't know how to articulate this. It, it, I, my thoughts are always like, this is all mm -hmm. over the place. It's hard for me to catch them and, and explain them. But, like, if you, when someone, when you're, whatever, you want to do something, and someone says something awful to you, like, you're ugly, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That stays with you, and you feel ugly. Mm -hmm. And that is, it, it explains this in a way much better than I can. That yeah. that is a, a type of magic, mm -hmm. and you let that work. Really, th if they had never said that, you'd still be feeling like you know, hey You're man, pretty. I look awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's like that. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, there's a lot to it. And and I do believe, and I believed in before. There's the whole. I know it's the fad, the law of attraction and stuff. But there's some mm -hmm. truth to that. And this is just the the inverse of that. It's exactly the same thing. Only only you're you're pulling dark things to you instead. And I don't believe that you can get what you want mm -hmm. um, working with the, the, the darker, because all you're going to bring is bad things to yourself. Right, yeah. this, right. This is a fact. Uh, one of the moments that I think we really got to see uh, a, a side of you that, you know, it shows that you are quite, you know, a, a, a good soul, if you will, was apparently, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like they wanted you or, or they were trying to make it seem like uh, there was going to be an animal the sacrifice. Yeah. Oh and you God, yeah. were pretty serious about you were not say, going not to do, do it. it. How, nah. how did that come about? Was it? They sprung it on me like they did with everything else. Really? And yeah, it was just they would bring me to a place and they'd give me sort of an overview of, of what we were going to do and then mm -hmm. bam, they would say, I want you to do this or bam, I want you to do that. Mm -hmm. And there was the goat thing. They like pulled over and we were supposed to go to the devil's punch bowl and they see the goat thing and they just like pull in there. And I'm like, right. oh, come on. Oh, Come wow. on. I thought it was going to be like a silly, oh, uh -huh. with the goats, you know, go ahead and stuff. Yeah. But no, so they start talking about killing a goat. We're going to get one. We're going to kill it. Oh no, man. I was like, I, I'm not going to kill a goat. Yeah, and it's you funny know? because um, it's a, uh, Jamie. I, 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 Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. Uh, you know, when she was talking about animal sacrifices and, uh, you know, it was, it, she was uh, quite a fascinating person because she seems to have a lot of knowledge. She does. Right? She's an encyclopedia, millions of encyclopedias. That's, exactly, that's what it seemed yeah, like. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. And, uh, and she says that, you know, the reason why the animal sacrifices was because, you know, if you were, you know, like a farmer and, you know, and you only had six goats for the winter and, you know, you, and you killed one, it wasn't so much that the, the killing itself would give any power. It was just to show that you were that willing. Exactly, that you were that willing. And that's where the law of attraction stuff comes mm -hmm. in, and that's what I'm talking about. That's where the magic is. If there's magic mm -hmm. at all, which I do believe there is, mm -hmm. that's where it is. It's not, you can say all the dumb words you want and, and wear all the black clothes you want with your little 
pentacles and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're not committed mm-hmm. and, and like sacrificing, like, right. okay, yeah. so she said, like you have six and you have to kill one, even though you need that one, mm-hmm. you're showing your level of commitment. And it's exactly the same thing as attraction. It's all that stuff like, okay, I want to do this. So I'm going to do this. I need to do this, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and we're going to play one of the, uh, you know, you have a band called the Tokyo Death Squad. Yeah. Why don't you tell me a little bit about this, uh, this band that you're in? Um, actually, it was, I was fronting this band as a three-piece uh, rock band. Mm-hmm. I was fronting this band back east for, for years before I came out here. And when I came out here, after, you know, I've been here for almost seven years, a friend of mine who I played music with came out here. So we did the Tokyo Death Squad all over again. Mm-hmm. So we started playing out here again, you know, around Hollywood and stuff. And uh, it's, it actually feels really good to be playing again. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. It's got to be great. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, what song we're going to be listening to? Uh, we're going to be listening to 17 Threads. It's the shortest. I think it's the shortest one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the, I guess, you know, you guys are into like the heavier stuff, and I'm more of like a rock kind of guy. But this, yeah. Okay. All right. Don't go away. West of the Rockies on the Independent.fm. Our special guest tonight, Kai Blackwood, from the uh, documentary I Sold My Soul to Satan. We're going to be right back. West of the Rockies. Thank you guys for sticking around. I know it's late, but we're almost just getting started. 
this is going to be good. This stuff is coming right this, now. This the the heavy so stuff say. is coming, so <laughs> to speak. Uh, again, our guest tonight is uh, Kai Blackwood of the uh, documentary uh, "I Sold My Soul to Satan." Uh, really happy to have him, uh, Kai. Let's get down to it because at the end let's. of the documentary, it seems like you're in a very dark place. Yes. Um, you mentioned that your marriage dissolved, uh, your life pretty much spiraled yep. down out of control. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. What was going on? Well, um, well, like you said, like it says in the, in, like I said in the film, um, I was having issues with my wife at the time anyway, mm -hmm. but it seemed, seemed like after I did the film, um, like, you know, I went on and I did these things, I did mm -hmm. cupcake and then I immediately, all right, so here's how it happened. Mm -hmm. Finished the documentary or whatever and don't think any more about it, right? Okay. Because it just got so convoluted and weird. So then I go, <laughs> I'm like, what am I, you know, I'm here to make movies. What am I going to do to prove to people that I can direct a film? Because I, you know, I had this big bunch of film going on, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this short film. And, and first of all, I live, like you can see the Hollywood sign from my, mm -hmm. from my apartment. Okay. So like I'm sitting out there and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. And it just, the whole film just, I, it felt like, like it fell into my brain. I can't wow. even explain it like any really? other way. Immediately went in and wrote it. Within you know a month and a half, it was done, wrapped and stuff like that. Finished the film. Just started entering into festivals. I get a call out of the blue, right when I don't know what I'm going to do because the deal I had before for another film falls apart to direct a feature film. I'm like, mm -hmm. what? Okay, right. awesome, yeah. great. You know, so I go and do that. I'm riding high, you know, and then I don't even I don't know what happened. Everything just plummeted. Like like the heaviest anvil in the world, just to the bottom of wow. the ocean. Yeah, it was horrible, horrible. My wife was miserable in Hollywood anyway. She was miserable. She hated it. So she moved here with you. She moved here with mm -hmm. me. She was she's younger than me by considerable amount. <laughs> you know, she was, I think she was like twenty three or whatever when we came here. And yeah, she was just she'd never been that far away. So yeah, she ended up leaving I, I made her leave because mm -hmm. she just she was so miserable and it was awful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so you know I made her leave um for her own good really right. it, was, it was just I yeah. saw what was happening to her this happy great person just went to the bottom of the just like that mm -hmm. so I you know I sent her off and then very bad things started happening with the production of, of the feature mm -hmm. that I was just so unhappy I mean I can't even explain it I just started to like crumble inside and everything was falling apart even though it was technically doing well you know what I mean it got distributed got right. mm -hmm. worldwide distribution yeah. on DVD mm -hmm. everything you know won some awards and stuff but first of all I hate the film mm. I hate it mm. um, they, they didn't they started like they hired me for my abilities and then didn't want me to do what I do mm -hmm. best you know what yeah. I mean it was really weird to become a tug of war with everybody so that plummeted down um yeah I, yeah, I don't know. There was so much, so much bad happened. And then everything from there, just crumble, 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 crumble. I, I meet a girl and I start, after, you know, this, this hiatus, you know what I mean? I meet a girl, yeah. start dating her. It turns out she's a meth addict. Oh, wow. Which I didn't know. I, they're very good at hiding this, by the way, you know what I mean? <laughs> so my life just dissolves. I get hit with this, this lawsuit thing and, and all, I come, all my money gets taken out of the bank. And next thing wow. you know, death, wow. yeah, it was awful. It was oh, awful wow. my whole life. I've never felt so low ever, ever in my whole life. And so ever. do you attribute that at a, cause you said you didn't believe in, you know, the, the, the dark powers or whatever. Was it just the bad it, energy? Do you think it was just like, almost like, you know, like, man, I did that. It's kind of like in the back of your mind and you were thinking those thoughts and then it came or do you I think I brought, I think it was the bad energy. I do okay. because I was on a high. I had chains before. 
Yes, I don't want to bore you guys with stuff, but I'll try and give you like the very concise thing. Before mm-hmm. I moved out here, I spent a lifetime of being not, not miserable. I don't want to say that, but you mm-hmm. know, expecting the worst, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, right. shit, everything's going to go bad, mm-hmm. whatever. And then I had this epiphany. An ex-girlfriend's dad gave me these tapes from Napoleon Hill. I never listened to them. Like, self-help stuff. This is, res- this is stupid. This is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. One day, pop it in. Changed my life. Changed everything. I'm like, oh my God, he's right. Because everything he was saying resonated with me in this way that I'd never heard before. Mm-hmm. So I changed my life. I changed everything. I quit my job of 12 years. 12 years, man. Wow. Wow. And I was playing around a lot. And I also had played with a um, really popular Metallica cover band because I happened to do a really awesome James Hetfield. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> but we made a shitload of money doing this, right? We made right. a lot of money. And I was getting cash. So I just put it away, put it away. Next thing you know, I have $10,000 saved. So I quit my job. I'm like, I'm going to go to the... So this is, this is where the law of attraction stuff comes in, the good part of it. Mm-hmm. So I had positively decided that this is what I'm doing. I reached out to a company, I optioned a script out here, you know what I mean? Never mm-hmm. been out here before, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm like, I have $10,000, I optioned a script, I'm moving out there, and I'm going to change my life and do all the things I want to do, because I'm just going to do this. And I leave my job, and I'm afraid, right? 12 yeah. years, you know, I don't know what to mm-hmm. do. I get another $10,000 from a retirement fund I didn't know was there. So I come wow. out here with 20, you know, wow. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it was the easiest thing I ever did. I'm like, I move across country with my, my, at the time we got married on the way out, but you know, this is my girlfriend and cats and, and this trailer <laughs> and all this stuff. But it was the easiest thing I ever did. Came out here. Everything was like, bam, 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 bam. Everything happened yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. I got hired for the documentary. Right. You know, uh, I, the films happened and everything was on a high and I was on this buzz and everything was great and I couldn't be better. And then bam, Biggest crash ever because I let mm. the bad feelings like like mm-hmm. there were bad feelings like while yeah. I was doing the documentary bad feelings um, it, struggle with myself with the old Catholic ingrained right. things like yeah. that you know am I doing is this bad is there a hell mm-hmm. or, you know in my mind I'm not just I'm not talking yeah. about this to other people but in my mind mm-hmm. I'm like is there a hell mm-hmm. am I gonna go to hell I still think about it sometimes I'm like right. shit man right. <laughs> what if but I didn't get anything I didn't uh-huh. sign the stupid thing yeah and still everything bad happened i i the, the documentary i don't like you know and i watch yeah. this i'm like to make me a yeah. clown yeah mm-hmm. you know they don't show any of the hard work i've done my entire life dude i am uh well who cares i'm 44 years old you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah mm-hmm. it's no joke mm-hmm. right i did lifetime of work now in the in the documentary uh, like you said you know you were supposed to sign this thing and i mean it was pretty uh, intense you know you you had to get uh, you know, blood drawn, uh, <laughs> do this whole thing, write it out, and virgin parchment. I mean, some pretty serious stuff, right? And you, and we can see you in the limo, and you're like, you know, this thing better not fly out of my hand. And you know, you got Jimmy telling you, you know, if it flies out, you're pretty much screwed for eternity, okay. not even life. Like, and eternity. even if it's like a no point, no, one percent chance, you don't want to yeah. take it, right? This no, still no. fucking freaks I, you out. Tell me about that moment. I mean, because to me, it seemed like it was uh, quite uh, nerve wracking. It was. That was nerve wracking. Where was this place at? It, in, um, it looked like the desert, and it, it was is. like some abandoned what water tower or no, some no, it was actually thing? an abandoned town, like oh, some really? old, old, old town, which was part of the rich, the necessity for the ritual. It had mm-hmm. to be in an abandoned town or city or something like that, or, or village. It's, mm-hmm. It said village, mm-hmm. but yeah, right. it was like an abandoned town, small town. Um, I don't know. Does it show in the documentary? God, I feel so bad. Like I, I just I can't. Watch no, it's it. it's all. But all right. While I was going through the signing, there was a lot of very bizarre things that happened while that was going on that were detrimental that were sort of leading me off and I don't know if you could hear this actually happened mm-hmm. things there was like hitting sounds on the outside of the limo really while I was no, doing, yeah that. it was like three or four it was like Dish, wait was it windy or no no wow yeah excuse me I don't I don't know what that was again I'm 
I'm one of those people like I'll just block stuff out, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it happened and I thought about it. I'm like, okay, no, I, I can't think about that. So I just like mm-hmm. left it. Mm-hmm. But that happened. Um, it shows when the pen breaks, right? Like the pen breaks. No, on the, no. I didn't show that See? either. All <laughs> the no. things that happened the that were interesting. Broke. Okay, so I'm writing on the parchment. Parchment's hard. You ever see parchment? Yeah. It's like this thing. I haven't. Yeah. And I'm using blood that's like, mm. yeah. the, of course, they show the clot, right? Right, yeah. Funny, but they don't <laughs> yeah. show like the important stuff. Like the pen breaks. <laughs> Freaking breaks on me. Wow. So Jimmy gives me, a Jimmy or, yeah, I think Jimmy gave me the, the um, uh, eyeliner, but it's a brush, mm. right? Like mm-hmm. a, like an eyeliner oh, brush. Yeah, okay, so mm-hmm. you can. Yeah, so I still have to do this. I'm writing this in this ink that I made. Do they show me making the ink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm cooking it up and all that. I think because that was funny as well. Yeah. So they showed exactly. That. So that's funny. I've got the hat and the dumb shit, right. which I still have the Did hat. Did they make you wear the hat? Yes. Wow. <laughs> See, like, you just expect that, I'm a like, good sport, you, you know, know you like cooking and you have this hat in your Hell house. Hell no, man. <laughs> me like cooking. Trust me. I make toast and cereal really well. Other than that, Actually, I didn't even make toast well. But yeah, so, so all right, so the pen breaks, and, and I don't have any other alternative. And mm-hmm. so Jimmy gives me the, the, the eyeliner brush. So I'm dipping this mm-hmm. in the ink that I make. And as I'm writing, mm-hmm. you can see, now I don't know if they, they, again, I don't know what they show in the, but my writing is very, my writing is terrible, but I tried very hard to write it nice. So, you know, it's in a reasonable line, it's a line, it's small. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it gets, as I'm writing to getting to the end, up, oh, in the part about good mental health, because this is important. And we were talking about the Robert Johnson thing before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if there's a possibility of this being real, it's very important that your wording, yeah. again, language, yeah. Yeah. language and magic, yeah. all mm-hmm. that, that your wording is very specific. So my wording was very specific. I don't mm-hmm. want to live forever and, and be a vegetable. Yeah. Right. You understand? Like that's, yeah. the, that's the irony of all these kinds of things. And the, the cosmic joke of Satan, if he's there, you know, like, ha ha, you can yeah. live forever, but you're going to be an invalid. Yeah. So as I get to the part about good mental health, you can see that the writing gets very bizarre. So by the end, it's all big. And it's not on purpose. I'm just writing it. You know, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not yeah. even noticing. I'm nervous, whatever. And, and Jimmy makes note of that while I'm doing it. She's like, look at your writing. She's like, you need to be careful. Mm-hmm. She's warning me, warning me, warning mm-hmm. me. You need to be careful because it did. It got very all off kilter. And yeah, it was, it was not, mm-hmm. again, all these things are happening, making me nervous right you know i wasn't nervous before i'm like oh cool we're gonna go in a limo and go out there but you know as we're going i'm like what am i doing and i kept thinking that what am i doing right now right Mm -hmm. now when you walk into this uh this building um you have this huge um piece of uh what was it uh uh, when you drew the 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 tapestry that i had to paint yeah uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about that? It seemed like it had a bunch of symbols. Like, oh, okay, what, were those all required? Yes, yes. You know Every what it reminded me of? The latest paranormal activity. At oh, the that's end, right. At the I end. don't know if you've seen the no, latest no, paranormal activity. I've always said that some of these movies, like the people that make them, are kind of like in the know of some of the activities that go on. But you're right. There, there is a scene it was exactly where the they have a very, symbol. yeah, it was a very similar thing. But really? it, was, it, was, it looked like chalk or it some kind of thing direct, on the, I think on the that, ground. But it, and it's meant to be directly <clears throat> on the ground, isn't yeah. it? It's just, it's but in your case, uh, like Jimmy said, you know, you had to have something because you didn't want the wind to blow, you know, mm. what you were writing or, or mess it up. But uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Because it was quite elaborate. They show it you painting like, it. Yeah, they do like fast time. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. yeah. Doing it. Time it lapse. It took yeah. me so long really? to do. Yes. <laughs> Again, this is where magic, if you believe in that stuff, and I'm not, I'm not going either way on this. I, I don't know what I think about this. But this is where it's about focus. Magic mm-hmm. is always about focus. Mm-hmm. So the reason I have to make this elaborate mm-hmm. um, tapestry and paint it myself 
in a, in a language I don't know yeah. is to keep my focus on what I'm doing ah. and keep my intent in mm-hmm. mind. I mm-hmm. know why I'm doing it, and this is taking me a long time. So all the time I'm doing it, I'm thinking about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so you put your energy uh, of you know selling your soul to the devil and what do you want from it and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I'm putting all of my energy because I made that yeah. into that tapestry. So it's all about sacrifice, right? It's a, well, it's, it's like you're sacrificing your time. Sort of, sort of. It's really more about intent and focus. Mm-hmm. It's all about like I want this, but you, I mean, you anyone can say that. Every, we do it every day. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, I sure would like you know a cupcake, but. Mm-hmm. You know, then you forget about it and you don't get yeah. a cupcake. But if you really, really, honestly, and this has happened and anyone mm-hmm. can try it. I've done this before. Like, if you really sit and you think, like, I want a cupcake and you actually envision that cupcake and whatever, the chances are pretty good mm-hmm. that some something is going to bring Correct. a cupcake to you. You know, that Correct. kind of thing. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, also, um, during the ceremony, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned that something happened, like a swirl, and everybody dis- Tell me a little bit about that, because that was very intriguing. Okay, while the, the, everyone, you know, there's, there's the... God, was, were they even ch- chanting? I don't even know what was happening anymore. It, they didn't show no, any no. chanting, though. No. Well, then it was in my head, which is even scarier. Really? Back. <laughs> really? Wow. There was a moment while I was saying... You know, all the stuff again. It's been a while, so I can't remember exactly mm-hmm. what I did. Mm-hmm. The Astaroth and all that kind of stuff. I was actually making doing the chant mm-hmm. like I should, and it, I don't know what happened. To be honest with you, I'm there. All right, best way I can explain it. I'm there, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it was like everything just swirled, and everybody was gone, mm-hmm. and I felt like I was in nothing. I don't know any other mm-hmm. way to explain it. It was like nothing. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. couldn't even describe it because it was nothing. It wasn't black. It wasn't anything. It was just. No, it was almost gray. Gone. Wow. But it was in one swoop, and then it came back around, and I swear I heard chanting. Wow. Wow. And then it came back around, and everything was normal again, but my head was still like a little, you know, I was a little dazed from that. Yeah. But yeah, and that's weird that there was no chanting. So, Man. <laughs> I, I heard it in my head. Was it like Gregorian chant or? Like, no, it was like, like whispery. Oh, mm. whispery. Yeah. Maybe and you, you need do to hear like about many. Again. Many. Yeah. It was many. <laughs> uh, you were saying, Jimmy? No, I was just. I totally blanked out what I was going to ask, but I think, oh, um, so going through these experiences, you know, the pounding, the pen breaking, all that, and then, you know, the whirling, you were in nowhere, does it make you think that it is possible to sell your soul then? Because you didn't go all the way with it, you know, so, but do you think it is possible just by those experiences? I don't know if it's that or if it's my, my, my negative feelings towards it that were sort of causing these things to happen, you know, mm-hmm. because, again, no one showed up. Yeah. We were at the ritual... And I know Jimmy said the candles went out, and I didn't see any of that, and mm-hmm. I had the experience, but I never once felt the presence of some evil, mm. ominous. And I really was like, that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting right. for that presence. You know, we all see in the movies, but you know, you can yeah. imagine just like right. coming up out, you know, the big shadow or yeah, whatever, yeah. on shadow over your soul. I felt nothing, nothing ever, not once like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, now, uh, uh, Jimmy said that. Um, you had asked her to stop you at the last minute or something along to those lines. To smash the mirror, right? We had a conversation. I didn't know she was going to smash the mirror, but I, I did tell her, like, if something starts, like, coming up, stop me. Mm-hmm. And know? this was kind of in secret, or did the producers uh, know they knew about, about it? it? They, they, they knew about it. It, was, it wasn't really in secret, and it wasn't... Um, I was sort of half serious or half, jo- half, I should say half joking because the other half was serious. You know what I think mean? she <laughs> felt for you, basically. It was, in the end, it was her... It, it she was did her it decision. for you. She did it for thing. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because I'd befriended um, those guys 
and, and yeah, she didn't want to see me do anything because she, cause she believes it, in right? that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you, it comes you across quite well that yeah, she's she's very uh, yeah, she believes in 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 all those things to be very real. Uh, one of the things she said when she smashed the uh, mirror, because this was a black mirror, right? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, a lot of this stuff had, you know, apparently they got, like, the pen was from India or something like that. It yeah. seemed like, mm-hmm. you know, there uh, were very, um, at least not the kind of stuff that you can find at the, uh, what we, we we dubbed the uh, magical, what was it? Or, like, the, the black magic Costco. Super yeah. story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was, was like, a trip. Oh, my gosh, that's like Costco's, but, like, <laughs> That was magic a trip. I must say, I, I really I didn't even know that place there. existed. I really want to go. Is that here in LA? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really? Like downtown. Cool. Yeah. But <laughs> I know. I really want to go. Uh, one of the things that, that Jimmy said was that um, if she had let you go through with it, you would have been gone by morning. Uh, yeah, that was what, what did that mean? I, I really don't know. Like with Jimmy, I, 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 like I said, she's really into that stuff. She mm-hmm. believes it wholeheartedly and intensely. Me, not so much. Like... Mm-hmm. You know, just being a little dramatic as far as mm-hmm. that goes. I'd be gone by morning. I don't know what that means. Would I be gone? I mean, all right, here's the thing. So, so I'm making a pact. And you guys saw, like, you know, I said I wanted to fly. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. For yeah. me, if I'm going to do something like this and it's going to prove to me, because I could be successful, you know, it could happen and it could have been because of my own efforts entirely. Right. Yeah. You of know, course. I can't attribute something to that. Show me I can fly. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna believe this stuff. Yeah. Right. Actually, I mean? yeah, because they said it has to be something that's technically, physically doable. Now, and at that, that point, you're like, me. oh, well, in that case, <laughs> there is no proof. They, and they sprung that on me there, like in the limo, you know, like, yeah. like yeah. oh, well, it has to be physically possible. And again, I don't wanna argue. I'm already freaked out about everything mm-hmm. else. Right. So I just kind of say, okay, whatever. But I'm thinking, what I, I think I said, like Superman. You know, yeah. like I want to yeah, fly yeah. like Superman, yeah, And right? they were yeah. like, oh, well, and will you settle on levitation <laughs> or something? Yeah, right? and time travel. Control, control, control levitation, right? That's, that's yeah. 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 Time travel, too. Oh, <laughs> these things are important. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you wanna, if you're going to go for it, you're going to go for it Damn straight all the way. <laughs> now, I don't know if they ever should, because I actually said that. I was like, if I, I think it was in the, with the lawyer. I was like, yeah, it was gonna, with the attorney. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to go all out and right. get everything that I can. Eternal youth. Exactly. You know, flying and time travel. Everything, man. Might as well. <laughs> no, but definitely. It's not like you're trying to be realistic, right? <laughs> you know, you're talking about conjuring a, a cloven hoofed, winged, leathery winged demon from beyond. You know, I, yeah. I might as well just go with that fantasy and, and bring it all yeah. out, you know? But again, when someone says that, so, so you know, one minute I'm going to be gone by tomorrow, but then by the next minute, I can't fly. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really right. understand the, the, the limitations, you know? There should be no limitations. There sh- exactly. There and that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. There should be no limitations. So. Either he's not very powerful, mm-hmm. or you know, there, there's not there's not something much there's something going on there. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that happens after the mirror breaks, and uh, apparently you guys try to burn something. I don't know if it's the, oh the uh, pact, the yeah. pact itself. And you over here, I think it was Jimmy also saying that it wasn't burning. It wasn't so? burning. Really? Yep. No, I could get again. I've never tried to burn a lambskin <laughs> parchment, so yeah, I don't know. It could take uh-huh. some time. But it didn't. It it melted into a weird shape. Um, you could actually still see again. That was kind of weird. Like when it when it melted, what you could still see clearly was where the mental health part was very clear, mm. and it was like all you know like that. And then my signature and blood was right there, as clear as could be. Wow. Did you throw all that away too, like or destroy it? Honestly, here's what I did. I saved that stuff for up until <clears throat> this past year. Okay. Um, I shellacked that thing. You know, I was like, cool, I'm gonna keep it. You know, yeah. whatever. And it looked awesome. It was all shiny and great. And I kept <laughs> it. And I have in the movie Cupcake, I have this. 
I use this thing with drawers, mm -hmm. this cool thing. So I have it all in there, all my stuff from the devil mm -hmm. thing in there. Mm -hmm. Until all, all the bad stuff started happening. I mean, everything, mm -hmm. everything, you know, my life is in the toilet. Like, mm -hmm. li I'm, I'm not going to lie. I would like, on a, I hate to say this like, on the radio, but whatever. We're going for it, right? Like, suicidal Ben. Like, I was that mm -hmm. low, and I'm still yeah. struggling with that now, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I have my moments. It's just weird. I don't really understand. I don't, I've, but I've always been that way, too. So there's <laughs> that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I had a friend over, and she's into all that stuff. And I, she didn't know that all that stuff was in this, this pyramidal thing with skulls on it, you know, right behind the couch, right? But she knows I'm having issues. That's why she came over. Because I mm -hmm. thought there was a... Oh, oh, I'll tell you guys that later. <laughs> okay. I thought there was... I don't really believe in ghosts, but something very bizarre was happening in my house okay. also. Mm -hmm. So she comes over to see if there's, you know, feel anything. Again, I don't really know what to think about that. Mm -hmm. But then we go to get something to eat. And she says, you know, I didn't really feel anything like walking through like your house, except for where I was sitting on the couch. Mm. Wow. So when we go back, I show her my couch is like real squishy, right? And mm -hmm. so where she was sitting was still like this big indentation directly directly behind her is the thing with all the Satan stuff, all the oh, pact, wow. all the yeah. ink I made, all that stuff that I put my effort into, everything I wrote for it, everything is there. Oh, That's really yeah. interesting. It, it's funny because we talk about a lot about a book uh, that we read here called The Day Satan Called. And in there, it talks about how um, certain things, you know, like you, you had, keep evil energy forces mm -hmm. demons or whatever you have so that it kind of like, you know, comes it goes, absorbs, goes yeah. along it comes with down it. to energy, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I got rid of everything, and I actually, because you guys saw, so the black mirror, I yeah. had pieces of the black mirror in a drawer, wow. a separate drawer mm -hmm. from the pact, because Jimmy said, if they touch, deal is sealed. Really? Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was the oh, wow. whole thing. That was like right? the whole thing, the whole, the whole point. She broke the mirror before I could throw the pact onto the mirror, because that was the final deal. Uh -huh. um. However, I kept pieces of the mirror. And I kept the pact. Mm -hmm. And I kept them very... Oh, wait, I got to tell you that too. Okay. <laughs> no, an hour ago, this is a while ago, but now I'm like... Someone really make notes, all right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I put this, this stuff separate. Uh -huh. I actually took... I, I was careful. I took the mirror stuff out first and I threw it away separately. I put it in its own bag and okay. I walked down to the dumpster in my apartment. I'm on the top floor. Did you burn anything? Or like I took the pact. Mm -hmm. I put it in a towel and I smashed it to powder to powder mm -hmm. until there was not one fragment. It was like sand, mm -hmm. and I flushed it down the toilet. So there's absolutely no way that anything from that could have touched the mirror right. just to be safe. And yeah, like I said, right, I, yeah. you never know what to believe, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, here's something weird that did happen after, and this, is, this blew my mind. Uh, my ex-wife actually saw it too, and she was a little freaked out, and she doesn't believe in any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. The wand. Mm -hmm. no, yeah, the yeah. The, now yeah, you know yeah. I had to cut that off the Correct. tree and all yeah. that stuff. Kind of weird how it grew like perfectly like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> So that I, was weird. You're was. right. So I cut that off. You know, I do that. And I do the, the whole ritual. Remember holding the wand, which I felt stupid. I'm like, this is a twig. You know what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. It's not like Harry Potter, like a really right? cool wand. You know, yeah. it's just a little twig. So I put everything in a box. And I have the candles from the ritual and stuff in a box in my car. And I, I stayed at a friend's house that night. This actually happened. And this is true. The wand is in it. There's the boxes like the space. Well, you can't see the boxes, you know, like, like foot by foot by foot. And then the thing is in there with like one candle in it, just mm -hmm. in my truck, on the seat, in the back of a truck. There's nobody else in there, nothing. It's just sitting there and it's standing up, leaning out of the thing. Mm. When I came out to my truck the next day, this is true. And I kept that until I just recently threw it out. The wand where, where the fork part was, mm. it was in two pieces mm -hmm. in the box flat on the thing. And both ends were as if it had exploded wow. from like power or whatever. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but that's actually true. Really? Yes. That freaked me out. 
Oh, that freaked me out. So I find that. So many things happen. So mm-hmm. many yeah. things. I'm Now all the details are like coming back. <laughs> so I'm driving home the next day with the exploded wand and all the stuff in my car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm still freaking out about the wand. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. I'm driving. I'm stopping at a light. And the car in front of me says, new God. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the wow. license plate says, new God. Like, like one of those. Yeah, the license plate. Oh, not the a actual, not, the not actual the license or plate said, oh, wow. new God. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, Jimmy had talked about, like, you know, you do this, you're your own God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because why would the devil be (laughs) interested in uh, whatever, you know? Uh, That was pretty messed up. Now, you were saying that something you don't believe in ghosts, but something Mm. happened. Okay. I've had weird things in my apartment before. Mm -hmm. I've lived there for almost seven years. Um, The the meth addict girl, again, she's a meth addict, so whatever. But she had mentioned, (laughs) she had said several times that she felt like, Something didn't want. She she was Thai, so it's like they have. They're very superstitious. But she right. felt like something didn't want her sleeping in my bed. Really? And she said it all the time. So when she went back to Thailand, um, I was alone. You know, like for the first time in like a while. And I I never really weird things had happened. Oh oh okay. So weird things had happened. So my apartment's here. I, I I'm do, to try and do the best. See this is what happens. No no that's fine. This is great. Yeah. It's my living room. There's like the 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 vanity and the bathroom and then the bedroom, right? Yeah. And I have doors you know that close in between, but there's like a space under between the doors because there's no floors anymore. It's a mar- whatever. So with that girl from from Thailand, this happened three times and my cat's freaking out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, I saw a shadow as if it was walking like under it. Again, I'm really cool about stuff. I'm like, it's got to be something else. I'm rational. I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, it's yeah. got to be something else. But it happened like three times. <laughs> and I always felt something weird in that, that weird middle area, right? Mm-hmm. Was this near your, um, anywhere near the... Well, yeah, I mean, my apartment is like, like it's a direct line. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a direct line actually where that thing is and then there's the doors like, that go like right in there. So yeah, mm-hmm. it is a direct line. But it was like pacing. And my cat saw it. My fucking cat saw it, right? <laughs> so, what sort of like, what sort of shadow? Like size-wise? And... Um, it was like as if a person mm-hmm. walked. Okay, so You like, could see it clearly. It looked like almost a like wow. a human shadow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. Walk, wow. Right, you know, you could see it under the door uh-huh. like, like a person walked right by the door. So that happens, whatever, you know, and it happens a few times. But again, I'm rational. I'm, there's got to be some sort of whatever mm-hmm. explanation. Mm-hmm. She leaves, finally, you know, and now I'm alone and I'm whatever and i feel like i'm gonna try and get myself back on track uh, i'm already getting goosebumps like with this mm. and this happened and i don't yeah. know what you guys believe with like what is the astral projection yeah yeah, yeah we mm. talk a about that it's not the first time something like sort of like this happened but this was intense intense in a way i can't describe so i'm sleeping mm-hmm. and i wake up this is this was a long night mm-hmm. i wake up all right, I know what this sounds like, but whatever. Just, to, just take it for what it is. <laughs> I did wake up, mm-hmm. and I was somewhere else mm-hmm. in a room I didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. It was, I could describe it to you. It was like a white room. The mm-hmm. bed was, was, like, was a small bed, like, like European. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like in Europe. That's what it, like a European room, very small, everything small, but, you know, white room. And mm-hmm. I stand up, and I can't hear my own voice, and I can't hear anything. It's, it's mm-hmm. like I, But I'm there, and I walk to the window to see where am I, and I'm screaming, where am I? But it's no sound is coming out. But I'm telling you, I'm awake. Mm-hmm. I'm awake. Mm-hmm. Clear is like we're talking right now. I'm awake. I press my nose against the glass and it's cold. And I feel that it's cold. Mm-hmm. I can see my breath on it. And I see, and it looked like like some Scandinavian country that I, I've only seen them in like online. But that's kind of what it looked like, the way right. the buildings yeah. were. All of a sudden, bam. Wake up in my, in my wow. bed, sweating. Hmm. Like, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like screaming when this happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm freaking out, freaking out. And I sort of not off 
I wake up again. All right, I don't know how to explain this because there's no visual here for, for, for anyone listening. There's a guy in my room wow. with his back to me. Mm-hmm. And he's crew cut, almost bald, blonde. And he's doing this, his back, and he's big. Look, mm-hmm. I'm getting goosebumps like really oh, bad. And he's wow. big. And he's doing this with his back to me. And he turns to me. I, I know what this sounds like. I do. I'm not crazy. It, it was bizarre. Like, <laughs> yeah. freak. Turns around, his piercing blue eyes, like white, like that crystal white. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing and angry. Angry. Mm-hmm. And he comes up, like, over the bed, like, to me. And mm-hmm. look, man, I'm getting, like, totally, wow. it scared the yeah. shit out of me. Grab me. I don't know. Oh, I'm forgetting. Wait, I'm forgetting the best part. <laughs> okay, so that happened. Like, grabs yeah. me. And I can, he's not saying anything, and he looks unformed. Mm-hmm. It's the only way I can explain it. Like, not complete. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain it. Mm-hmm. But I feel, what I thought later, I, and then I, you know, woke up, and it was horrifying. I did not sleep for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. It was as if we switched places. What? Like, I woke up and hit, because that's what he looked like. He looked like a big Scandinavian, like, Viking-type guy, kind of, you know, uh-huh. no, but no body yeah. here. Uh-huh. And, like, red... Here's where the whole thing I told you before, where she felt like someone didn't want her to sleep in the bed, mm-hmm. whatever. And then this happens. Prior to that, I forgot all about this. Oh, my God. You guys are bringing everything back. <laughs> so I'm good. sleeping. This is good. Sleeping in my bed. Uh-huh. And this actually happened. This was right after she was gone. I was with her for like two years. I'm laying. And, and this is a few months after she's gone. I've been alone for a few months. I wake up to an arm. This actually happened. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel an arm come around me. Mm-hmm. And at first, my first thought is, oh, it feels good if this has been so long. You know, I, I'm thinking it's her. And then my eyes snap open because no one's there. And I swear to you, this happened. Crush. It starts crushing me. And I can feel it. Crushing, oh, wow. crushing, crushing. <gasps> and then it just stopped. Wow. Oh, my and then, God. you know, a couple nights later, that thing happened where I saw him in the room and, like, something like that. Mm-hmm. A gay ghost. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, she thought it was a woman, but I felt, like, the anger from this person. So, again, I know what this makes me sound like. I'm not oh, crazy. No. I don't have these things mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of UFOs. I see a lot of weird really? stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All my life. I saw one with Rowan Robertson. Used to play guitar with Dio. Uh-huh. We were sitting outside a gig, like, waiting to play. Mm-hmm. He saw it clear as day with me, but I've seen many, many, many. I have an abduction that story, That should be a too. whole wait, wait, another whoa, whoa, whoa. show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but if I may, if I may... Because he's obsessed about, with that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm quite <laughs> so fascinated by it. Yeah, tell me a, a little bit about that. I can give you the abduction story. I've seen things since I was a kid. Abduction? Mm-hmm. Had, oh, wait, wait, can yeah. I? Okay, well, okay. Wow. Yeah, uh, no, go ahead. no, I was going to say, um, this is kind of just like a random thought, but, you know, the typical, stereotypical thoughts about hell and everything, and it's fire and it's hot and glowing red eyes, it seems like there could just be like an alternate version, which is, Everything's ice, and there's like glowing blue eyes. Because oh, like, we're talking I, about um, the yeah, uh, yeah no, oh, the, Well, the thing the is, it's like you know, extreme ice is just as bad as extreme heat. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like it's just a really interesting Ex- thought. It was like the devil, but the opposite of everything Christians imagine it to be. Well, whatever he was, he was angry. Yeah, right. And I felt it. But yes, I, I understand what you're saying. Like I'm not saying I believe that, but that's no, 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 theory. totally, absolutely, absolutely. It, with the exception of the obvious European. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like it was European decor. Mm-hmm. Um, it was European buildings, like like those short, fl- uh, like like Scandinavian, like you yeah. know, like that IKEA, you know, like right. everything is, <laughs> you know, like that. Neat it was totally. insane. It was absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, but tell me, tell me about the the. You said you've been seeing things all your life. Yes, I've seen things all my life. I've seen UFOs since I was a kid, and I'm not talking lights in the sky. Mm-hmm. Actual, you could see craft. I've felt 
um, my whole life, like we were created by them. I know what that sounds like, but I think I feel oh, like, but no, I feel we've like talked about this stuff. By, feel free feel by free. them. I feel like mm-hmm. something came here just like we would do if we went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Saw a anthropoid, you know what I mean? And no. that's probably similar to them, but obviously, you know, clearly unadvanced, and, right. and said, "Hey." Let's see what happens. Right. And that's where we came from. And I think that's why we are so destructive. I mean, we're the only creature on this entire planet that cannot seem to live within nature's means. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, we're like part animal. Mm-hmm. So we do that, but we're also part something else that we still cannot comprehend. And it's not, honestly, it's not good. I think it's, it's whatever they did gave intelligence to something that was not ready for it. Mm. And that's wow. why we destroy like where we live. But yes, I've seen things my whole life. Clearly I've seen bizarre craft i've seen you know saucer craft in, in mm-hmm. broad daylight which oddly enough no one else sees um i was touring i was i think i was in boston at the time standing outside the the club smoking a cigarette they you know they just said you can't smoke it in there so i'm like out here smoking mm-hmm. all these people are out there i swear to god this happened on my own life this happened mm-hmm. i i'm always looking up mm-hmm. and i just happened to look up and it was an overcast really overcast day and it's still light out it's like five o'clock just still light out this black disc, mm-hmm. black, round, no sound, but a feeling. Mm. Mm, that's the only way I can explain it. You couldn't hear it, but I could almost feel it. Lowers out of the, out of the overcast, flies directly overhead, goes overhead, and then just casually like goes back up into the, into the clouds. Wow. No one else says it. I'm too stunned to say anything. Mm-hmm. And... and yeah, I mean, things like that, those things happen all the time. Now, I want to I get, since I have my chance, I want to get on record with this abduction thing. I don't okay. know what it was. Okay. But I do know that this happened in 1995, and it was long before the internet was prevalent, and yeah. you could find out. I didn't know about alien abduction um, phenomenon, yeah. sleep paralysis, all this thing. I didn't know anything about that. Know where to find that stuff out. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is what happened. It's another one of those wake-up things, but this is exactly how it happened. Fall asleep. I'll tell you the other part that that happened prior to it that made me think about it later. But so I fall asleep. I wake up. I cannot move. Fact. Cannot move. Mm -hmm. But the way my pillows are propped up, I can just see over my shoulder. And what I see over my shoulder, oh, God, this Mm. is true. A glowing white person. Mm. But not illuminating the room. It's like it's coming from inside them. It's It's like contained. Yes. Right. Yes. I can't move. And I've never... In my life, no devil thing, nothing has ever made me more scared than that event. Wow. So I wake up and I can't move and I'm freaking out in a way that you cannot possibly imagine and I'm sweating because it's hot and I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And just like that, I, I know this sounds weird. My eyes were already open, but my eyes open again. Wow. Huh. And it's all, I'm exactly the same place. Everything is exactly the same. Oh, covers wow. are the same. Everything's the same. But I can move. I, you know, I feel my toes. I can move. Mm-hmm. I don't move. I have a window like right here by my bed. I sat there looking at that window, not move, still sweating, so scared that wow. I just sat there looking out the window till the sun came up. Wow. I don't tell anybody, no. I make mm-hmm. a little joke with my – I was living in a condo with a couple other dudes. And mm-hmm. I asked the guys, I'm like, is there like a ghost? Because I didn't know what mm-hmm. to think. I did mm-hmm. At the time, I did not think alien. I didn't know what to think, but I was mm-hmm. scared. I was like mm-hmm. – so I make a little joke with them. Is there, are there ghosts in here? You know, no, it's new, you know, whatever. Never yeah. talk about it again until and I'm going to get to something that you said. We're going to tie all this stuff okay. together. <laughs> all I promise. All of this together. So a couple of years later, you know, the internet 
becomes whatever mm-hmm. and acts available, I should say, like dial-up modems, all that stuff, right? right? <laughs> so I don't even know how this happened, but I do stumble across this thing about alien abductions. First, mm-hmm. it's UFO stuff, and I like UFO stuff. Yeah. So I start mm-hmm. looking, then I see alien abductions. I'm like, ooh, cool, you know? You know? I've seen some of these movies, you know? So I go on, and every single thing that they said happened to me. Everything. Really? The sleep wow. paralysis, the whole thing, the nosebleed since I was a little kid, inexplicable oh, and yeah. bad. Right, right. Like horrible nosebleeds since I was a kid and a oh, lot wow. of other things. Um, they go in sightings and all that kind of stuff. But the most interesting thing that it said that totally made me believe that this was an alien abduction was, I guess people say, well, now I know that they say, but at the time I'm like, wow, people say that? They say that aliens show them destruction mm-hmm. of the world mm-hmm. and like talk about things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two weeks, two weeks prior to this, four, two weeks running, I was waking up, I'll get it, goosebumps again, like horrible, apocalyptic, end of the world dreams, and I was there watching it wow. happen. And this was happening for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tie this in in one second, the, the, the devil stuff. So I have, there's a dream, I have this dream, again, this is before the, the abduction, whatever that was, happened. I had this dream that I'm floating over a place. Mm-hmm. It's where I live now, by the way. Really? I swear to God. Really? <laughs> but it's burnt to shit and it's gone. It's all black and it's still smoking. And I have a pretty extensive vocabulary, but it's, whatever. At the time, I didn't know this word. And the voice that's showing me all these things says, and these are the caustic mountains. And I didn't know what caustic meant mm-hmm. at the time, but I did look it up. Uh-huh. And I was blown away by the meaning of the word and everything was still hot and mm-hmm. still steaming and mm-hmm. still, you know, gone and blackened and charred it was all burned you know mm-hmm. hot that's what it was the caustic mountains the burnt right. up mountains mm-hmm. crazy one of the dreams or one of the aspects of the dreams now i know that these days now with the internet and stuff we all have you know and people are saying i don't know i don't subscribe to this but i do know that people say it's an interesting thought i'll tie this i'll wrap all this up as best i can mm-hmm. that angels are demons mm-hmm. and demons are Aliens mm-hmm. and love. This all, all these things are yeah, together, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. aliens. That's exactly what you say, isn't it? Yeah, that's, a, that's alien, one of the right. things I throw around. So here's yeah. where we're gonna. T- <clears throat> In that two weeks prior to the abduction, which I do not believe was my first. Once I go back and like think, was this very odd thing that I didn't think fit mm-hmm. into all the other dreams that I was having? And in this dream, part of the ex- destruction of everything, I'm sitting in a big stone throne. Now, I used to, when I played, it used to be like in a super metal band. I used to have like all this crazy makeup, whatever, you know. But I'm sitting like that in this throne. And it's this long, it's stone, like a castle. Right. And there's a big door. And I hear like, like walking on the other side. Oh, man, now I'm really getting the goosebumps. Oh, boy. Out of the darkness comes a flaming He's made of fire. His hair is made of fire. Mm-hmm. And he's orange and he's like on That's fire. so Hades. He comes out of yeah. the darkness. Now, but I'm sitting in a throne. This is the weird thing. And, and not like a king. I'm sitting there like lounging with my legs over the throne. Like I know. Like this is yeah. my place. Comes out of the darkness like he's my whatever servant or something. But like that whispers to me, you know, he's coming. And I'm like, who's coming? Mm-hmm. Your father. But he meant the wow. devil. And I knew he meant the devil. Oh, and there's a wooden God. door. And it's doosh, coming at the door, coming at the door. And I woke up. Oh, wow. wow. Now, That's I, like a film synopsis yeah (laughs) now I tie all that in this all happened Uh prior to the like within two weeks all this was happening um, prior to the abduction where does this fit in in terms of the documentary before or after during all this is 1995 when this happened wow yeah wow long time before 
and I've had other things since um, you know, with the, again, I, I know people say dreams. Now, first of all, when you're in a dream, it's as real as your life when mm-hmm. you're living your life, but when you're in a dream. I think there's something going on there, too. Yeah. I think it's another dimension. I think it's somewhere yeah. where you oh, actually We can exist. talk about that for hours, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a recurring, I'm, I'm just calling them dreams, but they're profound and some uh-huh. are prophetic and some are more than dreams. There's something that's right. really happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These other ones go along with the alien thing mm-hmm. where I have woken up several times inside what can only be described as this enormous cavern, which you can't even tell. It's just black. And it's like a, a walkway over mm-hmm. what appears to be like an abyss. It's just nothing. It's metal of some kind. And I walk and I walk and I walk. And as I'm going through, you can look up and I realize I'm inside an enormous ship. God, I know what this sounds like. It sounds ridiculous. And above me are smaller ships. And they're wow. just like moving. Wow. This has happened. And I actually, in one of the dreams, I actually said, you know, I'm here again. Mm-hmm. Why wow. am I here again? So oh, the way is... I say all of this ties in is because of that, because now we go to everyone says aliens are demons, which I, I, think, there's, I think that's simplifying it. Mm-hmm. But there's a correlation some, somewhere with yeah. all of this. Yeah. Did you ever read um, Childhood End, Arthur C. Clarke? No, no. Read it. Mm-hmm. It's in, I'll give you the, brief, the end of it anyway. You know, it's just like um, Independence Day where like the big ships come in or V, you know, the big ships come right. in and all that kind of stuff. But at the end, no one sees the aliens. No one sees them. They call them the overlords and all that stuff and no one sees them. At the end of the book, they finally come out and they have leathery wings and red skin and horns and they look like the devil. Mm-hmm. And they say, that's why, because that's where it came from. That's where the idea came from. Wow. And I think, I think it's that. I, I, I think we were made by that. I think yeah. they came down and I think... There's probably different ones or whatever. And so all of these godly and spiritual attributes uh-huh. were given to what are probably just interdimensional beings or something of that nature. Yeah, and that's one of the things that on this show, at least. We probably uh, talk about every time. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I, I recently <laughs> began to uh, research, quote unquote. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with DMT. Um, yes, yeah. I, I've been actually reading a lot about it. I'm. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> taken the journey a few times. And really? I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards what you're saying. Uh, that we're dealing with more interdimensional beings as opposed to anything ex- extraterrestrial. And that, like you said as well, that, you know, it's like you see these things and other people don't is because there are people who are a bit more in tune to those frequencies, yes. you know. Uh, 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 as a musician, for example, right? Yes. You're familiar with yes. frequencies, Yes, your mind right? is, is designed and engineered and wired that way where right. you're open Two more, you're, you know, creative people, mm-hmm. creative people, like you, you think differently. Mm-hmm. So you're more open to things. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, uh, it would be fun to talk uh, about this with you uh, on a later show, but uh, we're running out of time. But I want to talk about Cupcake because uh, I haven't had a chance to see it. But when you read the synopsis, it says uh, in Hollywood, where being young and beautiful is considered the ultimate talent. One aging actress makes a stunning sacrifice to regain her youth. Um, cupcake, it seems, deals with uh, yeah, selling your soul to is. the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, was this inspired after your experience, or uh, was this something you already had in uh, mind before? It was after, again, like I said, that was the idea that fell heavily into my head. I'm talking everything, because I did this, I did everything on that film. Everything, <clears throat> all the music, all oh, really? the, everything. Directed it, wrote it, production design, everything. But it fell 
into my brain. It's the only way I can, ex- it started with that cupcake just fell into my head and I knew it was something sitting there looking at the Hollywood sign. Then the lyrics for like the, the song that carries you through like the, the, the whole film popped into my head mm-hmm. and um, the story, I was like, what kind of cupcake? What the fuck? What does that even mean? Mm-hmm. And then the whole story just, I can't even explain it. It was like something like drilled into my brain was like, just show me like the whole thing. But yeah, wow. it's about that. It's about a, a woman who, you know, I mean, you don't find out till the end that mm-hmm. that's what she does, but yeah, it is about that. And, and stunningly, it's also gone, it's done extremely well online with, it's like 500,000 views. Yes. Wow. wow. Where can people know, watch this? Uh, that's on YouTube. Just, YouTube? Yeah, just look for Cupcake. Um, well, it's YouTube. Eerie Little Pictures is the channel. Okay. And it's on there. Okay, we'll be happy to uh, post a link to that because yeah. I, I haven't Jimmy's watched it myself. Uh, I warn you, there's no, there's no dialogue. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird little film. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm a big fan. I mean, we recently got we into watching like shorts and stuff, yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, you know, because you're you get so used to uh, these Hollywood films that are you know easy to digest and stuff. And I believe that a film that can challenge the, the viewer a bit, it, it's always good. So, uh, props to you for for doing something like that. Thanks. Uh, we had a question in the chat room here a, a bit ago that said, "Has anything positive happened to you since since then?" Uh, meaning the documentary, and that's from Tattoo Jenna. Yes. Tattoo Jenna? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it has. I mean, um, getting to direct my first feature film with no fil- – I came here with no film experience, but I know I can do mm-hmm. – I'm just one of those people. Like, I can do something, and I know right. I can do it, you know? So getting hired to direct a feature film is a pretty big deal. Absolutely. You know, especially just out of nowhere, out of the blue, whether my feelings on the film don't even matter at that point. It did well. It's, it made its money back, and then some. It got distributed. So absolutely, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, a couple of other weird things happened. Like the, the script, I told you, I optioned a script. Mm-hmm. Um, I came out here, and this is one of the things that happened after the, the Satan thing. So I write the script 10 years ago when I lived in like New Haven, Connecticut, you know, and the, I'm thinking Fruza Balk. I mean, we all have to know who Fruza Balk is, right? From the craft. The oh, crazy, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The quintessential, <laughs> like, hot topic oh, She's always kind of playing that role. Yeah, yeah. You look like that, and you are that personality. Right. So, <laughs> 10 years ago, I write this script, and I have her mm-hmm. picture, because that's my inspiration for one of the main, for the <clears throat> title character, right? Uh-huh. And so, you know, and I believe in that story. Like, uh, that's my big, that's a big project that I'm saving, um, you know, to do with real money after I do some of these other smaller films. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I want Fruza Buck, I want Fruza Buck, you know, so I come out here, who do you think I end up becoming friends with and making music with? No, no lie. lie. No Fruza Buck, yes, after wow. all that stuff happened, it was just like this bizarre like chain of events that I go to an art thing and she's doing art there and we start talking and like hang out and next thing you know, like we're wow. friends, yeah, it's bizarre, it's very weird what happens. Oh, and then she said yes to, to being in the film, however oh, it's been wow. like a couple wow. you know it's, it's gonna cost a lot of money to right do, right so but who knows if she'll still be into it at the time but yeah she loved it and said yes so yeah thing to answer your question tattoo jenna yes good things have happened do i attribute it to the documentary or my involvement with that no mm-hmm. no it, i did a lot of work man right <laughs> a right. lot of work I, I no magical i never had any magical doors open you know, for me, I've had to kick every door in that ever opened for me. I never have it the easy way for some reason. I wish and, I was one of those. And I think that it's really important that you say that because that was going to be one, one of my questions is do you attribute the, uh, the, 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 uh, the uh, positive turns and the success and, and some of the uh, positive things that have happened to 
well, maybe it did work. It maybe mm. worked partially because uh, it seems, well, it, you didn't go all the way through with it. But I'm really happy to hear that uh, uh, you are proof that if you put in the work, and the you posi- will reap the... Uh, yes, and the, and the positive mindset. Like, mm-hmm. I think that all the good things that did happen were like that residual because I was still riding high on that whole positive mm-hmm. vibe that got me out here. But I'm, dude, you ever move across the country? Like... I don't know how many, I'm sure people have done it. It was the easiest thing I ever did in my life. And I was mm-hmm. always afraid to like, you know, everything's hard for me. Everything in my life is hard for me. Mm-hmm. Money's hard for me. Everything's always been hard. That was the easiest thing I ever did. I have $20,000 in one hand and everything's awesome. I come out here and it's like, bam, 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 bam. Everything happened. That was from mm-hmm. the positive energy. The mm-hmm. bad things that happened mm-hmm. were, are attributed to the documentary. And I think mm-hmm. that's because I let negative energy come into my life mm-hmm. from being unsure of wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, drawing the ire, um, you know, they, like, I don't know, I just probably like going off the thing, but Andy Kaufman, mm-hmm. he f- always felt, well, I read this anyway, so I, it's not like I knew him or anything, you know, but he, <laughs> I read that he felt that the reason he got cancer and stuff was because he was so into bringing the negative, he was into that, you know, getting that yeah. whole negative reaction from people, and he thought that that might have fed oh, and given wow. him like, the cancer. Wow. And I think that the same thing is true with me in terms of, because a lot of people are angry for whatever reason, like what the hell businesses of theirs are what I do with yeah. my life. But you know, all these Catholic Christian is, no, I'm not smashing anybody, whatever. I've gotten Islamic people giving me a hard time. Everybody gives me a hard time. Everybody, <laughs> anyone religious gives right. me a hard time about doing this, but I'm talking like serious, serious anger and serious <laughs> hatred and serious wow. rage. And they can all blow me because I'm <laughs> one of the nicest motherfuckers and hardest working people you'll ever meet. And that's mm-hmm. a fact. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, blow my own horn or whatever, but I'll sit down with anybody and have a drink and we can have a great conversation. So to talk, the things these people say to me, wishing me dead and horrible wow, things, yeah. go fuck yourselves, every single one of you. No, that is terrible. That is here terrible. First. Go fuck yourselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell me uh, a little bit what, what you got down the pipeline? What, what's Kai Blackwood up to these um, days? Well, on, on the positive and oddly negative tip, I did have, a, Cupcake is actually being made into like a feature a feature film oh, based wow. on the strength of, oh, wow. of, of the short however what happened was you know i had like i said the big film that i wanted to do with fruits of bulk is it's going to cost a lot of money it's going to be a big thing so i had to do mm-hmm. a couple of things before i'm cool with that a cupcake took off uh, unexpectedly actually that's another one good thing that happened i didn't have mm-hmm. anything to do with that i put it up online just because mm-hmm. i never promoted i never did anything and somehow it just shot through the roof and I, I get lots of mail about that too or mm-hmm. whatever you call it people write to me through YouTube like a lot yeah. of people like it a lot it hits exactly this great demographic so awesome. yeah there's that unfortunately on the bad side of that this is one of the weird things that's been happening to me I had this deal mm-hmm. built up and I'm talking like a fucking deal and I don't know this town works but this was like rock solid man mm-hmm. I had good people involved two million dollars to make this film and out of oh, nowhere wow. flake and it's just gone like the just do just really? like that. Yeah, it was very wow. bizarre the way it happened. And that's, I'm not sure what to attribute that to. I, it's, mm-hmm. I'm freaked out by that, but I am still going after that. I'm going to get that fucker made. Nice. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I have, I have films <clears throat> that I'm going to be making, and I'm still playing with the Death Squad, with the Tokyo Death Squad around Hollywood and stuff like that. And um, yeah, man, I had. I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna be rich. I got a lot I, of stuff going on. I got a new I hope daughter. You, come back, you know, I got stuff happening. <laughs> Don't forget the us, the little us. people. When, when you're, uh... there are no little people except uh, the assholes, right? <laughs> Why don't you tell people uh, where can people find more info about you? Where can they watch your films or, um, or check out your music? What they can go. Uh, let's see, like 
I don't have like my own. I'm one of those people. Like I don't have. You can find the Tokyo Death Squad can be found on Reverb Nation on Facebook. There's a page on Facebook. I can be found on Facebook. There's a pa- I have a page. Oh boy, you know, oh, like nice. an artist page <laughs> and, and just shit. Just find me on Facebook. If you're not a dick, I'll, I'll uh, you know, I'll add you. Um, my YouTube channel is whatever YouTube blah 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 backslash eerie little pictures. Okay. Um, you can watch Cupcake on there. You can watch my most recent video with the Death Squad. Actually, two recent videos with the Death Squad on nice. there. Um, yeah, man, you find me on like type in my name and you know see some yeah, lots of bad up. stuff and. <laughs> <laughs> and I tweeted the cupcake short, so awesome, I awesome, so awesome. I, I I definitely want to check that out and uh, just and of have course, patience, everyone that watches that because it, it it slowly develops, but it's it's. No, I'm really know, there's a to method watch to the madness. Huh? There definitely is a method. Yeah. Yes, uh, and of course uh, uh, the 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 reason why uh, we we got in touch the uh, documentary I, I sold my soul to Satan. Um, if people haven't checked it out, check it out. And then uh, if you want to re-listen to this show, you can catch it on our Mixcloud. It will be there for streaming. And maybe some of the things you watch there will make more sense now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kai, thank Thanks. you so much, sir. Thanks for having me. It, man. it was <laughs> a lot of fun. You. And we hope to have you again uh, in the future. Yeah, Talk yeah, about yeah. some of this stuff. Because like I said, uh, if, you're, if you're already uh, thinking about these alternate realities and stuff like that, like that I have oh, a few I would stories love to for you I have that conversation <laughs> I would love to so we'll definitely be scheduling that so it's not the last that we see of Kai Blackwood thank you sir All best right. luck with everything yeah. why don't we go out with another track from your uh, CD here um Genevieve, did you get all the... Yep. All the uh, Would you like to oh, choose Fear Doesn't Live Here. You might as well do that one. Okay. <laughs> I think it's, I, Fear Doesn't Live Here. Is that the here. first track? I think yep, it is. Yep, it's the first track. Okay, so we're going out with Fear Doesn't Live Here. Kind of sums up the whole, the whole thought process. Um, Fear Doesn't Live Here. Would you like here. to choose two? Kai? Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, no, it's, it's quite all right. Anymore. It's Let's quite all right. Because you guys like the heavy it's stuff, and it's not like... No, 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 no. Pick your favorites, my friend. Really? Yeah, pick yours. Okay, so do Johnny Switchblade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go out so, with those two. Yeah. Awesome. This has been West of the Rockies on the Independent FM. Here we go. Well, you can lead me to the light if I can breathe my darkness down
Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. The Independent FM, Radio Los Angeles. Studios in Hollywood. This is the all-new Independent FM. 